Coming up, it's the very special Super Bowl prop show with the Cubs next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what it, what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/bs. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, where we are covering football like crazy. All of our football shows, you know what they are. All of our gambling shows, you know what they are. TheRinger.com, you know where to find it. I have a new rewatchables coming up on Monday. It is from the tour that we just did. We did a little mini, mini little uh, cold weather tour. We're going to be running The Fugitive. It was the first one we did in Chicago. It was me and Chris Ryan and Mallory Rubin. Craig Horlbeck joined us at the end. And uh, we had so much fun seeing everybody. We were in Chicago. We were in D.C. We were in Philly. And we were in New York City. Uh, the, the people that came out were just awesome. It was really, really fun. We've had this podcast now since 2017. And uh, it's fun to just, the live show, different energy, um, maybe make some choices you would have make if we were just in a studio in a good way. But it was, uh, it was an absolute blast. We loved it. I was worried I was going to get run out of energy by the end, but I think four and five was the, was the right number. I don't know if I could have done five out of five, but it was fun bouncing around. It was fun. Each city kind of acted a little bit, you know, like, like the city, you know, like Chicago, very Midwestern, very polite. Um, super enthusiastic. Washington, also enthusiastic, a little more thoughtful. And then when we get to Philly, um, <laughs> people are engaging with us. It was hilarious. They were, uh, you know, shouting out stuff for the categories. They were really like co-hosting with us. And New York was a little bit of the same too. But we had uh, we had an absolute blast. So thanks to everybody who came out. I promise we're going to keep doing more of these. I think we're looking at Boston definitely at some point this spring. And then I think we I think we're gonna pop into San Francisco because that's a nice easy trip for us from LA. So I think those are gonna be the next two. So stay tuned for those. And thanks so much to everyone from behind the scenes that helped us out with that, including uh our girl Elizabeth, who put the put the whole tour together and was lights out. And Craig, who was producing every pod, David Lara was doing all the social. So um thanks to everybody who helped us out with that. You can check out The Fugitive on the Rewatchables feed. Enough of my long preamble. The cuz is coming up. Super Bowl props is next. First, our friends from Pro Jam. 
All right, it's time. Super Bowl props. What Super Bowl are we up to? I don't even know. We're in like the high 50s. What is this, Sal? It's a LCCQM, isn't it? No, it's, oh, uh, it's 58. 58. Super Bowl 58. Who are the great 58s in sports? I can't even think. Uh, Jack Lambert, right? Oh, Jack Lambert. Uh, that's a good one. No great ones in basketball. Right. Um, yeah, 58. Great. So we've known each other <laughs> since Super Bowl. Raiders. Raiders V-I-I. Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the first one. Yep. We watched that one together in, in our producer, Daniel Kellison's office. We made a bunch of bets and I feel like we won most of them. I was going to go through with you and you just tell me blind, I'm going to throw the Super Bowl at you. 21st century Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Did you win money or lose money? Just blind. <laughs> Blink test. Blind? So, we could do this deaf if you want. I could just say lost for all of them. But go ahead. Yeah. All right. First one, 2000. St. Louis beats Tennessee. Win or lose? Push. It was seven, right? I remember taking the spread there. I, listen, I probably lost on a million props, but I, I pushed on the spread. Yeah, I don't, I don't have fond memories of that one. Next one was yeah. Baltimore Giants. I, this is my greatest Super Bowl I've ever had. I won everything. Yeah. I think I you, listened to you on that and I won with this. Yeah. The field... Touchdown. Brandon Stokely caught the first one. It's like one of mm-hmm. the great gambling days of my life. Uh, next one was Pat's Rams. Another one where I cleaned up because the Pats were like in 14. That that was not as good for you. Lost lost by a mile. And even worse, I told Jimmy to pick the Pats on an, in an upset on Fox because it'll end up looking good. And when uh, he was jumping for joy, we we're in the stadium and he's like, why are you so upset? And I was like, I just lost $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, why are you so upset? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you loan me money right now? Uh, yeah. Tampa, Oakland, we watched together. We cleaned up. Yeah. New England, Carolina. I feel like I lost the Pats won, but I think I lost money because they didn't cover, right? I think I lost too. That was the John Casey bowl. And I feel like I, right when I dressed as Casey for media day and, uh, and I, I lost. So I feel like I got some karma thrown my way. Yeah. So Sal goes to media day, pretends he's John Casey and these dumbass media people are going up and doing interviews. And then John Casey gets mad and then they tie the game late and John Casey kicks the kickoff out of bounds and right. everyone blamed you. My fault. Yeah, yeah. Blame me or praised me. Yeah. Your Patriots really owe me. I should get a ring actually for that one. You know what? You're a hero to Patriots Nation for that one. Thank you. Um, the next one was New England Philly, where New England wins and doesn't cover. Wait, do we have a name for when a team wins but does not cover? Yeah, I don't know. It, it never really happened that much, right? Uh, up until maybe it's happened in the last few years. I can't keep track, but there it was just happened the with Niners with the right. Niners Lions game. It's it's like oh, I had that game right, but it didn't cover, and it's just like ambivalence. It's like the ambivalent. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, I, I haven't thought about it, but ambivalence, like giving up Lentz, giving it up for Lentz. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't have fond memories of that one either. Pittsburgh, Seattle. I won on that I think I had Seattle. I I think I got killed on that one. That was a rough one. Indy, Chicago, we all won because all of us, Mm -hmm. it was our one chance to bid against Rex Grossman. That was great. Right. Giants 17, Pats 14, February 3rd, 2008. I lost in every aspect of of gambling life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the worst sporting <laughs> events of my life. I was there with my dad for his 60th birthday. But you, did you bet on the Giants in that one? I lost. I lost both those Patriots-Giants games. I thought the Patriots were much better. I like the Giants don't belong here. That year, the Giants beat my Cowboys. I was this, this, That was a great Cowboys team, too. And uh, yeah, that was despicable by your team. I also couldn't root for either of those teams. It was rough. I think Giants' money line with the under... 
was yeah. at least like 11 to one or 12 to one. Like anybody oh, yeah. who did that it was before they had kind of figured out to maybe adjust the under with the team that was obviously if they won, it was going to go under. Pittsburgh, Arizona, we watched together. This is finally remembered by us as when you created the Gary Russell prop. That's right. Uh, we'll get to that Pittsburgh later. Pittsburgh won. And I think mm-hmm. we won money on this. I think we had the Steelers. I have we fond did. memories of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You look back at that. It's a miracle that we won that. Even, even if we had Steelers money line, which I think we had. Packers, Steelers. Did you go to this with me? I, this was in Dallas and it, it, there was like a sleet storm and nobody showed up and I was sitting 50 yard line, but Pittsburgh, eh. Uh, I didn't I think go I had that. Pittsburgh in that one. I had Pittsburgh also. Yep. Giants beat the Pats. I lost. You lost. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, San Francisco in New Orleans, the blackout bowl. I was at this game and I think I had I San Francisco and they had first and goal in the four. You had to shoot a bit after. I think we lost on this one. I left. I love, I definitely lost on this one, but the bit was to um, console fans from the losing team immediately as they walked out of the stadium. So I walked out with producer Dave Jacoby is like, Hey, we got to go. We can't watch the ending of this. Otherwise you're not going to be there. I was like, shit, he's right. And then I honestly didn't know who won the game because it wasn't like we had phones with the capability of like streaming or anything there at that point. So uh, the first 50 fans that walked out, I had no idea who was happy and who wasn't. Um, so yeah, that was a weird one. I lost. And then you found out you lost money and you consoled yourself. Yeah, it's a big hug around my fat torso. Yeah. Seattle 43, Denver 8 was a big one for me. Terrible yeah. Super Bowl, but I, I enjoyed that one. Pats too, 28, Seattle 24, won money on that. Mm-hmm. Denver 24, Carolina 10. I feel like we had Denver in this because of their defense. We so watched we're, we're that together. Here. Yeah, yeah we did we okay. Did. Those were good years. Kornheiser watched that with us, right? Yeah. Um, Pats, Falcons, 34-28. This Lost. was a absolute goldmine. Pats win. Everything over. Every Brady prop. It was just a wonderful everything. I watched that with nephew Kyle. I watched that with my son, Ben. My wife, my daughter, we changed seats at halftime. We don't get credit for mm. what happened. Uh, but I was next terrible. Year- I, I, I was terrible. I'm sorry. Just 28-3, obviously. I thought I was smart. I bought the Falcons to plus three and a half. So even with that comeback, I'm like, oh my okay, God. let the Patriots win by three in overtime. No, not a chance. Ran right I think we did a, a podcast that night and yeah. I, you were like semi-comatose. It was, it was, yeah, one, it was of, one of your sadder performances. Well, really it came good. back and bit me next year with Philadelphia 41, New England 33. Yeah. Pats beat the Rams 13-3. I won on this one. Fond memories. Kansas yeah. City 31, San Francisco 20. Lost. Jimmy Garoppolo. Sales. Lost it. that too. Yep. Up 10 Tampa, fourth. Tampa 31, Kansas City 9. I won on that one. How'd you do on that one? I lost on that. I had Mahomes there. I was anti-Brady for that. Mm. One. Rams 23, Cincy 20. I think I had Rams money line, but the big one was Coop, Cooper Cup. All yeah. the all the props with him. But the one that was the murder was the Odell Beckham over because remember he hurt his knee. Right. Um, That's right. Yeah, I had money line too. We were at that game. That was obviously here, right? Yeah. And then the last one, Kansas City Philly last year, I, I kind of got wiped in that one. So I'm going to say I'm like, I feel like I'm slightly up for the century. You, so now that we just recap this, are you slightly up, medium, or slightly down? What would you Is this say? the question we ask St. Peter when we get to the pearly gates? Like, hey, am I up or down for the century? <laughs> that might be one of my first three questions. Hey, can I you, think do you have I'm a down. running tally up here? You know, it's a weird thing because I'm down because I'm down in the dumps. I'm always like, yeah. even if you win, 
it is a it's a double edged sword because I can't be too excited because there's no football afterwards. So I feel like I'm down. Well, we didn't have football this weekend. No, I know you bet on Pro Bowl stuff. I know you did stupid bets. What'd you do? Tell us. Nothing. No, I, I even worse. I did English Premier uh, games at uh, at six in the morning. I'm waking the family up uh, screaming. So no, I, I stayed away from the Pro Bowl. I'm proud of myself in that regard. You did nothing? Like literally, no. you didn't do like an over? Wow. I really, really didn't do it. It's a flag football game. It's not even a real thing. Like it's weird. It's like an the Olympic... funny thing is you don't even like soccer. I know, I know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you literally don't. <laughs> I'm paying for Peacock. I'm watching it. God damn it! You <laughs> three kids. I don't think any of them played soccer for <laughs> no. more than like a year. I got and, time. And, They'll pick it up yeah. in their thirties. <laughs> well, we've had a week to stare at this Super Bowl with the Chiefs. In the Niners. And when we did guess the lines last week, I think I guessed one and a half. It bounced around. It was one and a half, two. Now it's two and a half as we tape this on a Sunday night. Where does it go? Where does it land? Where does it end? Well, you're going to give me the title because I, yeah, you you changed your guess to Tic Tac, one and a half, and I had two. So now it's two and a half. Yeah, I, I don't think this, I, I don't think it'll go to three, but I, you, just from Casual people you talk to. You, you've been on the road for a week now. Everyone's yeah. asking who you're picking. And every bonehead is like, I don't know. I'm taking the Chiefs, right? Yes. And yes. so is, is the money that sharp that it could ch- turn to Niners minus three? And is that even the right side anyway? I don't know. I, well, I think it's getting also, too rich. And we even did this. I'm guilty of it. The podcast we did last Sunday night. Never betting against Mahomes again. I, mm-hmm. The more I thought about that game over the next two days as I'm flying around and walking around trying to get my steps in and just thinking about what, how did I go wrong? How did I get both games wrong? Because I really like yeah. my picks. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, the Chiefs didn't score in the second half. Right. They scored 17 points. Like Baltimore was the right pick. They fucking sucked. Um, I yeah. swore on FanDuel TV. Sorry, FanDuel, <laughs> you have to bleep me. Um, they They stunk. They, mm-hmm. e- even if you go the Zay Flowers reach reach over and the throw in a triple coverage, you just get, change the outcome of those two plays and maybe they win. But you right. know, I, I I don't feel like the Ravens were the wrong pick. But what I will say, what I have thought about over and over again, I, I'm not the first person to make this point. It does feel like Mahomes is at this level now, where he psychs the other team out or he psychs the other QB out or there's some sort of especially when he gets a lead and the other team just completely panics and changes their identity. The podcast we did a week ago, we were like, "Why? what happened to the Ravens? Why did they panic? What happened mm-hmm. to Lamar? Why didn't they run the ball? And it's like, there's something about him. And Brady, I think, had this too, where you're just like, ah, ah, and you get discombobulated. And I'm sure they must be watching that tape now and they must be like punching themselves in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is an element of um, a grown-up playing, you know, one-on-one basketball with his six-year-old son. Like, all right, I'll let you shoot on me and I'll let you score or whatever. But when push comes to shove, I'm going to hit Valdez Scantling on a play that's going to be right. everyone else's best play of the year. But it's just like Mahomes' 50th best. So yeah. it's t- I think we're probably waiting on giving our picks, right? We're going to give a whole bunch of props today. But one way I'm looking at it is which units surprised you the most from these two teams? I, I can't believe how good the Chiefs' defense is. I think they've allowed three yeah. points in the fourth quarter for all three playoff games combined. And I can't believe how weak the Niners' defense is. So those are my two surprises. That's kind of how I'm going to 
start to analyze it, I think, from there. Yeah, was was Hufanga this good that they, yeah. their whole defense collapsed? I was looking, I, I'm leaning toward the Chiefs and it might change by the time we get to Thursday, but I was looking at the, the, uh, the San Francisco defensive stats just for Detroit, Green Bay, and the Baltimore game near the end of the year. You know, Detroit had 28 first downs, 442 yards. They ran 29 for 182. Yeah. And they blew a couple fourth downs. They had a fumble in their own territory. You know, it's, it, it, they moved the ball the whole game. And they, you know, that's, that, that was one of the worst losses we've seen in a while where yeah. your coach screwed stuff up. Your players made bad plays at the dumbest times. You lost an interception that hit somebody in the helmet, bounced in the air for a 50 yarder. Um, Green Bay the week before, 330, 21st downs. They ran for 28 for 136. And then Baltimore, that near the end of the season, 343, 23 first downs. They ran 26 for 102. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs feel like they're in the proximity of those offenses. Maybe they're not as explosive as Detroit, but they're not going to be like worse than those offenses, right? And what they're not going to do is they're not going to abandon what's working, right? So you said yeah. Aaron Jones was running all over, right? Uh, 49ers, as was the Montgomery-Gibbs combo, was giving them a fit. Uh, they seem looked faster than the Niners defense. You know, I, I don't. I think Andy Reid, and plus the whole thing when he has two weeks to prepare, all that stuff, throw that aside. But yeah, I don't think they're going to screw that part of it up. Joe House, I don't know. Do you know him? He he's does familiar some stuff. Yeah, good eater in his day. Yeah. He uh he put his foot in the sand of San Francisco would not be the fourth best team in the AFC. Wow. Was one of his takes on East Coast Bias on Thursday, which, you know, San Francisco is pretty explosive, at least. You got to give it to their offense. But I, I, I keep playing this game out of my head. You saw what Kansas City did last week where that first hour, we talked about it last week on the pod. They just threw the kitchen sink at San Francisco. And yeah. You know, Pacheco had 14 carries. Kelsey had nine catches. Rice had six catches. Like they, they ran all their best plays for like an hour and 10 minutes and then they kind of held on. On the flip side, Purdy, um, really takes a while to get going. I was looking at some of his splits and stuff and you can see it. Like if it goes first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. He gets better as the game goes along. He he by the fourth quarter he's twelve point two yards per pass. The first quarter he's like eight, and it takes him a while. And one of the things I was thinking about was the Super Bowl, which we always talk about how disjointed it is, and you you know that you have the pregame's forever, and it's hard to get it on the field. You're on the field, and it just everything feels so long. Then you have the first half, and then you have this forty minute halftime, and then you go again. I think it's a real disadvantage for a first-time quarterback. So the combo of KC starting fast and then Purdy starting slow, that I keep thinking about that in my head, right? Yeah, it's not even starting. I mean, definitely starting slow, but he plays a different game, doesn't he? Like in the first half or first quarter and a half, he will let the pocket crumble around it. Like he yeah. doesn't take off. He had like three 15-yard-plus runs. They were all in the second half. Like, like, what are you doing? Why are you letting this? Why aren't you stepping up in the pocket? He did that against Green Bay. He did that against Detroit. It's going to be tough if he does that against Kansas City. I feel like he'll go down a lot if that's, and combined with the butterflies and everything else for a first-time quarterback. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about narratives, and we're going to do some props. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch. 
grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing some super bets. If you're listening to this, you know that Sal and I are banging out props as we speak, including we're going to do MVP and a whole bunch of other stuff. So keep listening. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who wins Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which player will score a touchdown, who's going to score the first one, how many points are scored, all the props that we're doing right now. And if you're new to FanDuel, join today. You'll get $200 of bonus bets when you win your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash BS to sign up. That is FanDuel.com slash BS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. So I'm going to throw narratives at you. The game is over on Sunday. You're, you're stuffed because you ate too much. Mm. You're probably mad because you, you probably lost more than, than you won on all the, your collective bets. You're a little groggy. Probably had eleven thousand dollars on the Chiefs who covered and won, and then I lost sixteen grand in props. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's probably, yeah. Okay. And now you're thinking about us doing the pod that night. Yeah. What's the lead of the pod? Let's talk about the possibilities. The the one would be if it was an incredible game, and we start. Oh my god, that game! We do that thing. The second I think would be Mahomes. All right, this is this is three now. This mm. is. You know, this is this is now officially on, and all that we go that route. Then there's a Brock Purdy going that way, where it's like Brock Purdy, unbelievable, Mr. Irrelevant. How did he do this? Nobody thought mm. ever. All the money was on the Chiefs. The line dropped to one. What other narratives could you see leading the podcast a week from now? You're saying positive, right? Because this would be a positive. great win for us. Yeah, because I I have to say one of my New Year's resolutions was to try to analyze these games from a positive perspective. And it's not easy to do, right? You want to go yeah. after how did the Lions blow that Dan Campbell sucks. That That's your first thing. But <clears throat> I think those are all good. Uh, Shanahan got the monkey off his back. That'll be a big thing, right? Uh, what, if that, what if there was a Kelsey MVP? Taylor Swift, <laughs> Grammys tonight, announced her new new album. I think it's called Dead Poets Society. I, I yeah. didn't get the title. Sounds right. Whatever it was. Um, but Kelsey wins the MVP. Mm-hmm. He kisses Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh my God, we're going to Disney World, and everybody, the half of the nation, just gets completely pissed off, and we're like close to a civil war after that. They go into the blue the tent. They head. They head into the blue tent. A camera opens it up, catches them nude. Uh, <laughs> we have to reproduce. We have That's to create right. the most special baby America has ever had. Super baby. Yeah. 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 I think but, that's well. That'll probably, honestly, no matter what, that's going to be it. Right. Taylor was good for this team. Or, oh, the, the league fixed it so that the Chiefs won. Or, yeah, screw you, conspiracy theorists. The Niners won by 10. So what are you talking about, right? I think we have to lead that. I'm glad we talked this out because you're right. Either way, it's it's Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Somehow it becomes the yeah. lead. Maybe not on our podcast, but just in general. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to do some props. This is your favorite I would say, I don't know how many days, how many days have you been immersed in props now at this point? Like three or four? It's a lot. And yeah, it's a, there's only been a few instances where there's been one week between the championship games and the Super Bowl, but I almost yeah. think like it's almost too long to study for a final exam. I mean, they did a great job, Fandle, with these and they're like, no, no, there's more to come early, you know, middle of the week. And I was like, 
it's like when you come home from college and your mother makes like corn fritters and then coconut shrimp. It's like, stop. It's too much. It's too much fried food. I need to. Yeah, I found I found almost everything I wanted to find. They don't have some of the cross sports stuff yet. Right. Yeah. Because it's you got to it's too hard with the NBA to even know who's playing. But Mm -hmm. let's go. Let's just throw some favorite props out. You go first. All right. I'm going to throw a couple. Well, first of all, let's start at the beginning. Tails. Um, 30 tails, 27 heads in the 57 Super Bowls. Oh. Uh, it won last year, tails, right? Remember Sirianni was sobbing, or maybe that was the anthem. I'm not sure. Coin toss or the anthem. But Simmons, you and I established last week that we believe in momentum, and that's how Purdy was able to come back against the Lions. I believe in the momentum of tails. I'm going tails, minus 104. Why Another is tails. No, I do. Minus yes. 104. They, they just ahead. get a 4% vague either way. That's right. That's right. Okay. You want to go, can, uh, you want, we want, uh, alternate. Well, can, we, we do? can we go a little earlier than the coin toss? Oh yeah, sure. How much have you, have you dove into Reba McIntyre and this, this over under for the, for the anthem right now it's 86 seconds and that might go up and there's some juice on that. It's minus 145 minus 150 range, which seems super fast. Cause we've yeah. had, we've had over unders that are for this that have gone over two minutes. One year we had uh, um, our buddy PR Maven Lewis K was in the stadium and tipped mm-hmm. us off, and then was like, "Don't talk about this on the podcast. I might get in trouble." <laughs> and then we immediately did. What was it? Do you remember what anthem that was? <laughs> I don't know. I think he was right. I think no, he was they, right. He gave us a yeah. winner. So they try to lock these down, but um, what you said a minute twenty six, yeah, a minute twenty six. So well, so here's the last six. Stapleton, yeah, yeah. Stapleton two oh five, that went under. Mickey Guyton one thirty five went over. Jasmine Sullivan, Eric Church one fifty nine over. Demi Lovato one fifty five under. Gladys Knight one forty seven over, and then Pink was two minutes under. So this is the shortest over under we've had in a while, and you I like go the over. So you could go back even more. Uh, no one's hit 126. I'm not. I'm looking at the list of in 30 yeah. years and 20 years. 140. Billy Joel, Carrie Underwood, Kelly Clarkson, 2012 was 134. That was the shortest. Wow. So you think you think Reba? I mean, she could probably put some action on herself. Have we had a national anthem uh, betting scandal yet? No, be the easiest right. thing to rig. Yeah, I don't know. We got to find out what her plans are afterwards. Why she's trying to get the hell out of there? So could quickly. she par? Could she parlay herself with her, like <laughs> it adjusted to one eighteen adjusted, and she's just like, oh, say, can you see? She's like flying through it. She's right, you go. six lines. All right. Uh, oh, oh, and speaking of uh, a music thing, Usher. One of the props was was him playing "Yeah" as mm-hmm. plus two hundred as the favorite for opening song. Just coming mm-hmm. out with that one. Um, I like the plus odds. You like for that one? Yeah. Okay. Because he comes out and is like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, right. yeah. Like dancers, things coming around. I I, right. I like it. You can't disagree with yeah. I mean, the opposite no. is no. It's I, a I yeah one, kind of mood. There's one 14 to one odds. Jim Dance mistakes Usher for John Legend and is immediately canceled. <laughs> so that, I don't know. Does Fandle have that? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's not that's not John Legend, Jim. That's not sure. Jim, you might you might want to take that back, Jim. Jim, he rushed to judgment there, Jim. Uh all right, what do you got? You're up. 
All right. I'm going to give you one, though. These odds aren't that great. I'm going to give you two or three, but they, they hit for crying out loud. Any player to score two or more touchdowns, minus 165. Again, you're not, I'm not doing you any favors with the VIG, but last year, Hertz had three. Higgins and Cup both had two the year before. Gronk the year before that had two. Damian Williams had two for the Chiefs the last time they beat the uh, Niners. Gronk again versus the Eagles. James White, two or more. I mean, mm. it, uh, two or more touchdowns by a player in six of the last seven. And between Kelsey and CMC and Samuel, Kittle and Ayuk, that's a lot of nice options. I, I just feel like quarterbacks don't want to rock the boat if something's working in this game where there's a bundle of nerves surrounding the participants. So I like that. That's a really good one, cuz. I like it. Uh, all right, I'm going to go big on this one. Like, like a, with a big player here. Okay. Mahomes under 262.5 pass yards. Ooh. His last five weeks, 242, 215, 262, 245, 235. Since week nine, three of 12 games over 262. And I also think they've changed how they played. Like, I really think they want long drives, shorter and since then, they just want these seven-minute drives. They want to shorten the game. Um, they just feel like they can win any 21-17, you know, 20-17, 24-20, like just anything in that range. And I don't, I don't see him airing it out. What's, like, what's the best-case scenario for Kelsey? Probably what he did last week. It's like 11 catches for 100. Rice had a really good game, too, and he still didn't get there. So the only yeah. thing that worries me is McKinnon's back which is a better, you know, third down pass guy for him. And you right. could always get the one long pass that would F this up. But um, I just don't see him chucking around. I think they're going to have long drives. I love this. Um, every year, his air yards go down and down and down. And it doesn't mean he's worse. I love this. For, I'm going to put two stars by this because I think people will bet this over. Just be like, oh, Mahomes, I want to bet over. I want to bet Mahomes yes. this and Mahomes that. But I think it comes in under. You're right. They play a different game. And they you're really going to have to take them out of their game plan to hit 263 or more. I think they'd have to be losing by 10 or more. I just don't see that in the second quarter. Otherwise, you're right. Just short stuff over the middle. Screen plays. Mahomes doing what he's doing. Or the game goes to overtime and you get screwed oh, yeah. that way. I went to right. the Knicks-Lakers game with Dave Jacoby, who loves yeah. using FanDuel. And... He's he's all excited. He's like LeBron, twenty five points over. I have that with the Lakers, and I'm like, I don't like it. Seems too easy. Right. Every everyone here who's betting that like the instinct is to always go over. I'm with you, Mahomes. This is two sixty two point five now. It's probably like two sixty five by game time. Yeah. And at that point, they're gonna have to be behind by 10, 14 points for him to hit that. So yeah, they're not like you're, they're one. not game planning for. 280 yard game for him. I agree with no. that. All right. I'll give right, you one. Yeah. Uh, again, the, the, I'll be done with these bad odds in a second, but shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. I love this all year, but they only seem to have it up for like the Super Bowl. It's minus 175. It should be about minus 250. Ooh. This is the Brother Bryce special. It's at four straight. It's at seven of the last eight. Uh, same thinking here CMC, everything down low for the Chiefs, shovel pass or Pacheco. Pacheco himself has five. One yard yeah. touchdown runs this year. <clears throat> and, you know, if you're a Chiefs, um, they're only going to win because of Taylor Swift conspiracists. You believe that there's going to be a phantom pass interference call in the end zone 
which automatically puts the ball at the one. I think this should be like 250. It's 175. So the, I really like that one. The only thing that worries me, Mahomes just doesn't score touchdowns anymore. Right. I don't think he has a touchdown this year. Is that possible? I think he has zero touchdowns because you know they're never going to have him do tush push any of that stuff because right, he got hurt during that play. They basically mm-hmm. retired that play. Um, I'm looking at this, up, looking this up as we talking. Yeah, zero touchdowns this year for him. And then Purdy isn't exactly a tush pusher either. So right. you're looking at Pacheco or McCaffrey. But the good news with this is any pass interference in the end zone, the ball gets put on the one. They and like we've seen Pacheco those. and yeah. McCaffrey can go in. How do you say strong. it? People saying I say Pacheco wrong. You say Pacheco? Oh, that's Pacheco. Yeah, you say it right. I'm being told I say it wrong. I, what do I say? Wait. Pacheco. I think Pacheco? I say a, Like A-Y. Yeah. Pacheco. You're making right. him sound like Sicilian. Pacheco. Um, Pacheco. Okay. Pacheco. What do you got? Speaking of, speaking of quarterbacks and running stuff, Brock Purdy. Over three and a half rushing attempts, plus 124 on FanDuel. And maybe people have bet that since we're talking about this. In the playoffs, he had five carries, he had six carries. During the season, in the Cincy game, he had six. Tampa had four. Minnesota had five. In general, against a good defense where they're pushing the pocket, and he had, Mm -hmm. say, that was one of the keys to that Lions game was his ability to move around. I think he's going to be able to do this against the Chiefs. We've seen quarterbacks with their legs beat them for first downs and I just think he's going to run the ball four times so I was surprised that was plus 124 I would have thought that would have been like minus 150 I'm going to put two stars by it and I'll make you feel slightly better I think this is this is a nice hedge if you like the Chiefs because a kneel down counts as a carry so if he takes three knees you're getting oh wow you're, you're half away right there you know what I forgot when I was researching this? That Mahomes, he had hit the over in the rushing. Oh, and then yeah. they were running the clock out at the end. And he, he lost yeah. 16 yards on three carries trying to run out the clock. It was one of the great prop losses. Our friend Nick had. Santora had that and was devastated. I watched the game with him and he lost yeah. on that because of that. And he fled the state. He's not. He has not come back, actually. <laughs> Moved to Pennsylvania. <laughs> He's... He's he was supposed to make his seventh action show for Netflix. And that's right. That's it. He's like, no, I can't do it. Jason Statham's <laughs> like, wait, I thought we were shooting on Monday. <laughs> um, what do you what do you have for your next one? Uh, all right, how about this? First touchdown jersey. I love these. I just love it all. First touchdown jersey number over nineteen and a half. So Debo's the cutoff. Uh, I like over. You get Kelsey. You get McCaffrey. You get Kittle. You get Rice get most of the receivers over 19 and a half. You go under, you get the quarterbacks, you get Ayuk, and you get Debo. Did I miss somebody? And Pacheco, however you say it. You like you these bets over. where I actually have to do work to follow what's happening <laughs> with the bet. Like it's, <laughs> and yeah. I, I've watched, I've watched huge football games with you. You can barely concentrate on anything once the game's going. So you're going to be, right. you're being calculating this as it's happening. I'm thinking of bringing my, uh, my son Jack's math tutor in with me to watch the games Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday because I just have too much or an accountant or something. Mm. All right, let's take a break. I have my favorite prop coming up next. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? 
If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, Sal, this is it. My favorite prop. You're going to do Gary Russell later. I'm doing mine now. Okay. I, I, this might be a little bit on Gary Russell's corner. And if it is, I apologize. That wasn't my intention. I just really like this bet. First TD of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Noah Gray. Okay. 43 to one. Mm. He caught two short touchdowns in 2023. He had 28 catches for 305 for the year. He's 16 first down catches. And in general, when the Chiefs get close to the, again, Mahomes isn't going to run because they they just don't. That plays out. Mahomes doing anything, running into the line, push, right. push, 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 anything. And then it's like, well, they're going to, he'll throw it to Kelsey then. Now, the Noah Gray, it's it's like the Super Bowl was like when they love to have the cute play where it's like, oh, you thought I was going to do this. We did this mm-hmm. instead. And all of a sudden, Noah Gray gets the first TD and everybody's like, who the fuck is that? Right. 43 to perfect- one, Sal. It, that's a that's a large number, and it's the perfect name to piss everybody off. It's like just, oh man, just complete, just hostility Fandle immediately. Just rakes, Fandle rakes in the IU. Get like, oh, Kelsey. Yeah. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I no don't agree. hate that. That's too okay. high. Forty three to one. That's too high. Um, I have uh, let's see. Uh, okay. I have, all right. Let's do Gatorade. Why not? Yellow, lime, green. Uh, plus 380. Purple is favored at plus 225. Yellow green is three to one. Um, yeah, I'm getting it at three to one. Everyone bet big on purple last time these teams played because of Kobe. Um, in 57, it was purple. There were two blues before that. Yellow hit with Doug Peterson and the Eagles. I think yellow is due. Also, if drunk Jason Kelsey urinates in the bucket, you automatically get the win <laughs> for yellow. So that's what I'm going with. So what would be the what would be the Vegas ties to the color? Oh right, why didn't I even think of that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what you would associate from a color standpoint with Vegas. That logo that was supposed to trip everyone up for Ravens um, Niners was purple a little bit, right? Purple and red. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know. I'm just saying uh, green right there. I love that you bet on. Do we have so for my next one? I couldn't find this yet, and maybe it's not out, but. Is there a Jake Moody will miss a field goal prop? Um, I didn't see that either. I was looking for that. There, there will be. That will be. I'd like there. to go blind, just blind, <laughs> blind. I don't blind? know the odds yet. Blind on a parlay of Jake Moody misses a a field goal, and it's probably a little longer, but it goes over the upright, and it seems like he missed it, but we're not positive. Ooh, parlayed with Adam Carolla. <laughs> been babbling about how the upright should be taller for the next yeah. 25 minutes to a bunch of people who have to move to different sections to get away from him, even though he's probably <laughs> hosting the party. So right. I have the parlay. Well, I don't, I can't calculate those odds yet, but I think that Jake Moody misses twi- Corolla for 12, 13 minutes straight. 
uh, 12, 13 podcasts straight. And Corolla wouldn't be happy. If the uprights went like through the moon, through the surface of the moon, he wouldn't be. It's not, not enough for him. I do. Especially I did find the clouds. odds. I found odds for the miss. What do you think they are? What is it? I'm going to say plus 120. Oh, you're going to love this. Plus 210. Oh, my God. That guy, he's not ready. That's that's one of my favorite ones. But you lose if there's no attempt. That That's the only thing. So he has to actually... He actually has to miss. You don't, you I don't think that him. guy, that yeah. that is one of the Achilles heels of this Niners team. Right. I don't trust. He's one of those, when he comes out, I never think he's making it. So that would be a fun one. Plus 210. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's good. All right. I'm writing it down. All right. Rudy. What do you got? Plus 210. Uh, I also have, uh, off of the Gatorade, color of Brock Purdy's mom's minivan when she picks him up after the game. Red 2 to 1, <laughs> green 4 to 1, clear 9 to 1. I don't know why you ah. clear is even in there. Um, you know, they make clear minivans. Isn't that strange? Why is it? Take me through this. Will the two minute warning come at exactly two minutes? The no is plus 310. So that would be they're running a play that goes over the two minute and the clock stops at 158, right. 157. Yeah. Versus so counting the clock down in the two minute warning and then it just stops at two minutes. Right. Okay, so let me. Here's the thing. Uh, it's it, one of those plays where 49ers have it like at their own 45. And they know they could, they have no timeouts, but they know they could throw here because the clock's going to stop, stop, right? And so it's at 203 mm. and they take it to 150. I don't know. I just thought that was too high for the no. For the no. I'm probably off. Anyway. Um, it does seem high. Yeah. So, does that mean I'm up? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. All right. I rode an Amtrak Excella today from New York City to Boston. I had a great time. It was great to fly by Stanford and... New Haven and New London and Providence, uh, seeing the mm-hmm. sights really brought me back to my uh, my childhood. One of the things I did on this train ride was try to figure out the longest reception. Mm-hmm. And the instinct is to take like Ayuk. He's the favorite, you know, and his big receptions this year were 42, 76, 51. And then he had a 51 yarder in the playoffs that bounced off a guy's face. Yes. Um. You might say Rice. Rice has had a couple long ones over the years, over the months. But the one I settled on with great odds, and I love this for so many different reasons, is Valdez Scantling, mm. longest reception of the game, plus 800. Yeah. Now, this year, he's had 47, 36, 34, and then the playoffs, he's had 32 and 32. We've also seen him drop a couple of long-ass ones that be, he became like... Uh, you know, the enemy of the of Chiefs fans. Right. If we're talking redemption, redemption stories and just like, oh, think of all that. If a Chiefs win, what are, what are some of the things that'll happen? And he's yeah. already made a couple of big plays in the playoffs, but Valdez Scantling with like a 60-yarder or a 65-yarder or a 50-yarder. I just like the odds. I think he has as good of a chance That's as Ayuk to bust one. And the Chiefs aren't giving up long. They didn't do it against Buffalo. And they didn't do it against Baltimore except for that Wednesday Flowers play. Um, it down. So, did he have the longest? Out? Did he have the longest um, last game? This was thirty-two, like you said. Oh no, I think somebody on Baltimore beat him. Yeah, yeah, Flowers at a fifty-four. How did that yeah. happen? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he's kind of like the guy who's like he's the wrestler that's hiding under the ring uh, during the Royal Rumble, 
And then he comes out. He's like, wait a minute. I didn't know you were still in there. As much right. like he did against the Ravens. It was a long one, but it wasn't the longest. I like that. I think that's too high. And they will throw to him. The, the script would have him catch one. One other one for this one that I thought was intriguing was McCaffrey was 18 to one. His longest this year, 35, 33, and 41 during the season. Then he had a 28 yard in the playoffs. But I was thinking like some like 71 yard wheel route. Right. Where yeah, it's just yeah. like, oh, and he's in space and all of a sudden he's just gone. Cause he's busted some big plays, but usually they're runs. What, was I, the, I what were those odds? What were those? Eight, 18 to one. It just seemed yeah. like too high. Right. All right. There's too many bets. These can't all I know. win, right? We should I know. Warn well, this is how we lose. Aren't going to all win, right? Yeah. Um, it's good to take some unders too. Uh, all right. Well, I'll I'll throw one at you. Purdy interception for all the reasons you brought up at oh, the top yeah. of the podcast, right? It's only minus one fifteen. Um, yeah. He's had he's had seven in the last eight games. Somehow none versus the Packers a few weeks ago. Even though he could have like three or four nerves could easily set in, right? I also like. Carl Wait, Laftis. can you hold on on that one? Yeah, go ahead. What? No, but this is, down, this is a similar thing to it. But, go but ahead. I had what it down as well. He had 11 yep. picks this season. Right. But I watched a lot of Niners this year. Mm -hmm. I, at least seven, eight drop picks for him. Only two mm -hmm. had more dropped picks this season of games right. that I watched. So I just, mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think that might. There's another bet that where it's just Chiefs get the first interception is minus 110. I don't know why we wouldn't. Oh, bet that's that. a good one. That's a good yeah. one, too. Uh, I'm just going to add to that. Car these guys are linemen, but defensive linemen. Carl Laftis, hundred to one. Chris Jones, seventy to one to get an interception. They don't post. They don't accumulate a lot of picks, but can't you see it batted up at the at the line of scrimmage, right. especially if he's going to let the pocket collapse like he did in the first half in the last two games? So uh, or I the like screen those. pass where somebody jumps off. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's another one I really like. The Chiefs will have the longest kick return is minus 160. Hmm. And the reason for this one is Bucker, the Chiefs kicker, is like pretty touchback reliant. He just boots in the end zone and you don't return yep. it. Whereas Moody, you know, especially if he loses confidence, misses a field goal, doesn't hit one. I just think the Chiefs will have more chances to have kick returns. So that that's minus 160. I don't love the odds, but I, I like the... Spot. I like that a lot. I have something later to support that. I'll say this, though. I know this uh, the odds suck for this, but FanDuel has it at minus 330. Other books have it at like minus 500 that the first the kickoff, the opening kickoff is a touchback or like the player takes a knee. Uh, the Chiefs have 83%, to your point, touchbacks this year for Butker. The league average is 65. Two Super Bowls in a row, there's been a touchback in the opening kick. All the Super Bowl touchbacks in the opening kick occurred in the Dome. I think this is the same story, but it's high. It's 3.30. You're way to do like this it. better, I think. Yeah. I like it. Um, you're up. Okay. Um, all right. These squares. Let's talk about these squares. You can go on yeah. Fandle. This is perhaps the greatest invention since wireless, that you could bet the 7.3 or the 3.3. You don't have to be stuck with these pools that with the 2.5 or whatever shit. The 9.8. Yeah. Yeah, the 9.8. You're done, right? And not to mention, it's a pain like collecting money. You and I have been to Super Bowl parties. You got these dead it beats. Sucks. The anthem's about to to end and you're freaking out because only 70 boxes are filled. Uh, you know, and it ends up being me, you, Daniel, and Jimmy buy every box. So grab your zero zeros, grab your three zeros. In this case, I like seven three for both sides. And this is cumulative. Mm. You get plus 550 and plus 600. And it goes throughout the game, throughout the 
you know, not just the first quarter, not just the game. You get every quarter at 7-3, both sides if you take them. One's 550 and one's 600. That's a great one. Just in general, I, I'm with squares, are, squares are terrific. If you had told us 20 years ago that we would just be able to bet on our own personal squares on a website. Yeah. And that this would have been a thing that would have worked or on an app. Or we didn't know what apps were in 2003, but great right. stuff. Yeah. Um, KC to beat San Francisco in overtime is 18 to 1. Ooh. KC hmm. to win the first half and the game is plus 190. And FanDuel allows you to throw that in same game parlays and stuff. But my thing is, if KC's going to win the game, it's going to look like that Ravens game. And they're going to be putting all of the silver into the sink in that yeah. first half the way they did and try to put Purdy on his heels and basically the same premise of what they did to Lamar. Oh, you're going against Patrick Mahomes. Now you're down seven. And mm -hmm. we have the ball to start the second half. Like, you just know how it goes. But anyway, uh, Casey to win the first half in the game. Plus, I think you're right. That's the more logical way to approach it. I feel like I owe this bet something because it's hit for me so many times. Niners first half Casey game is eight to one. Casey first half Niners game is seven to one. Um, mm. They did it last week, Kansas, uh, San Francisco. So it's been a crazy year. But I think you're away uh, just that it keeps going. Um uh, 17 to 1. This is interesting that the confetti that falls from Allegiant Stadium following a game is made from shredded call girl pamphlets. I didn't even think that was allowed, <laughs> but you think they'd be on top of that. Uh, all right. Now, here's a good one. Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey catches every target plus 950. I saw oh, that one. He, did, he like almost it? did this last week, right? He did it. He did do it last week. He, he was did 11, do it. For, yeah. 11 for 11. He did it earlier in the year. Um, you know, he's done it twice this year and in, in fewer than 19 games. So plus 950 is good. He might just be one of those things where he's just shorthanded, wide open, short routes. And God forbid, if he catches one pass and goes out with an injury, you win, you win that way too. That's pretty good. I looked at that hard. I kept thinking of Fred Warner, like getting his hand in on one of them though. Like he, he right. goes eight for eight, and then Fred Warner, like, and you're like, oh, Fred Warner, you killed us. No successful fourth down conversion in the game. Oof. Plus 300. Did some recon on this. I think as I was passing through New London, I think I was looking this stuff up. Um, Casey <laughs> for the season, only 10, 10 for 10. Uh, they've had 20 total, they've made 10. They're 50%. Uh -huh. Which is weird. That's basically like one a game. Like there's some teams that are like in the 50s. They're two, two out of three in the playoffs. San Francisco for the season, 13 total. They hit seven. Yeah. In the playoffs are 0 for 1. Both of these teams are really conservative and I don't really fully understand it. Yeah. Um, because you would think like they're both that both have uh Kansas City as an explosive quarterback. The Niners have an explosive offense. I just, for, mm. I was really surprised by that. Anyway, plus 300, where it seems like that should be even odds. I like that. And you're right. I think the parlay kid went over that and against all odds. He was shocked at how few fourth down conversions the Niners had this year. Um, the one thing I'll say is I think I like that bet better two weeks ago or three weeks ago. But they're explosive, the offense, but they are, have a kicker that's exploding too. His mind is exploding. <laughs> so they might go for it on fourth and right, three. Right, get where aggressive. But they, they normally wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, what do you got? Just, uh, this is dumb, but exact points scored for Kansas City. 17 is 10 to 1. 
That hit four times this year. 27 is 12 to one. That hit three times this year. It's again, it's another way of doing like squares and stuff. But uh, I, I, really, we're playing craps here, right? We're just throwing a million things in the middle, bet the yo, bet everything. But uh, it kind of is the last game. So we got to do it. We're going to take a break and we'll do MVP and we'll unveil the Gary Russell pick for okay. 2024 Super Bowl 58, named after a number of that we could only come up with Jack Lambert as famous number 58. <laughs> That's, it. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, Sal, let's do MVP first. I, the odds that jumped out to me were Kelsey at 17 to one and going to narratives and just what's the Hollywood ending here is Kelsey winning the MVP and kissing Taylor Swift at the end of the game. He also, I don't think he's looked that good, especially in the second half of the season. Um, but in the playoffs, there's been a little bit of a resurgence. Tremendous, and yeah. I thought, I thought he was lights out last week against Baltimore. So Cup won the MVP, Julian Edelman won it, and San Antonio Holmes won it. Those were the last three receivers slash tight end. Mm -hmm. Kelsey's really a receiver uh, that have won in the last 15 years. But the 17 to 1, I, I was really surprised the odds were that high. Well, we gave this if out. If Mahomes last isn't week. gonna win it, if Mahomes yeah. isn't gonna win it, Kelsey's gonna win it. And if you think yeah. the Chiefs are gonna win, it's either Mahomes or Kelsey. So why is Kelsey 17 to 1? I, he was 23 to one last week when we liked it. And now, uh, I think we changed, we moved the line on people. I apologize for that, but it still I, seems too high. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's, um, he, uh, cause all right. So I'm trying to think like if Mahomes has four touchdowns and Kelsey has two of them, who do you think they give it to? I guess it depends which ones are important towards the game, but right? What if it's a, what if it's a 21 to 20, 21, 17, 23 to 17 type game? Kelsey has the only two touchdown catches. Kelsey has eight first down catches. He finishes 10 for 132. Nobody else in the Chiefs has more than, you know, 40 yards receiving. And, you know, maybe Mahomes throws a pick. There's a path. Let me ask you this. The fact that Mahomes won the two times that they were Super Bowl champs, does that make you think, all right, there's a little fatigue. 
He doesn't have to be a three-time Mahomes winner. fatigue. Or, I mean, I'm trying to look. I'm looking at his numbers. He, was, he had 182 yards passing last year and won it. He did have three touchdowns. It was it's just like if, if yeah. he has a typical Mahomes game, it's going to be 250 yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Just this version of Mahomes we're watching now. And then he'll get five for 42 rushing yards, something like that. There's I'm one more. The, Kel- yeah. One no, more well, Kelsey I, bet I really like. Well, um, let me do, let me do the MVP real quick because I have it. I just uh, oh yeah, my bad. Also, yeah, no, it's all right. I uh, MV take the seventeen to one for sure. That's a better number. But MVP other than quarterback is plus two hundred. That's so that's any other position. The last ten, there's been six quarterbacks and four non quarterbacks. So plus two hundred is a decent mm. number if you look at the last decade. McCaffrey, Kelsey could burst out. You know, defense, which has happened fairly recently. Who knows? So I like that number. Well, speaking of Kelsey. Him to have the most receptions in the game is plus 170. Hmm. And I was looking at it. I think I was passing maybe maybe the Rhode Island border at this point. <laughs> Kelsey had eight plus catches four times this season. Rice had eight plus four times. Kittles had eight plus twice. Ayuk's only had it once. And McCaffrey and Debo zero times. Which made me think Rice is plus 220 for most receptions. Kelsey's plus 170. You could almost bet both mm-hmm. and just say, I, you bet 100 on either, on both of them. You either win 70, 120, or you lose 200 if George Kittle ends up having the most catches, right? right. So I think it's going to be Kelsey or Rice. And the Kelsey plus 170, I'm actually surprised that's not like even odds. I think it's going to be even odds. I think it's going to get there. Uh, you know, as we're talking this through, is Kelsey going to be the most bet on non-quarterback in Super Bowl history? I feel like well, this, you, we, we, we but, just talked about eight Kelsey bets. That all sound great. Well, remember we had this two years ago with Cooper Cup, and I think just about all of them hit. It came through. So, and they threw yeah. to him over and over and over again as the game went on. So, right. you know, if you think the Chiefs are going to win, Kelsey's going to have to have a good game. There's no other path. But how many 13-year-olds are asking their dad to put $20 on Kelsey to score first or Kelsey to win MVP? I don't think we've ever, the 13-year-old girls, like how many, I don't think we've ever had that before. I say 65. You're probably right. (laughs) I might be wrong. You don't think this was happening for Brandon LaFell 10 years ago (laughs) in the Patriots? Well, you also have this segment of the country now that hates Kelsey and Taylor Swift and every time he gets a catch, ah, screw that guy. Exactly. So he's... This guy definitely has the most eyeballs on him of of any non-QB we've had in a long time. Right, right. I mean, no Patriot, no non-QB Patriot ever ascended to these these kind of visibility fame heights. Um, Randy Moss, I don't even know if he got there. No. Jerry Wright, I mean, that was, so this is real. So we have to really consider just the last 15 years or so. Um, The last 25? It's like no Steeler, no Packer. No cowboy. No. What? Oh, you, you're right. we have made the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, Manning, it wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a Steeler, like you said. Saints, Ravens, Seahawks. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, Terrell Davis. Yeah. I'm not sure who's close. No, he's, he's absolutely outrageously, ridiculously yeah. famous. And you can make a case he's more famous than Mahomes right now. The, yeah. the Taylor thing has, Anyway, we don't need to rehash it. All right, what do you want to do, Gary Russell, or do you want to do sa- uh, favorite same game parlays? I have uh, well, I have a couple others. I have uh, two to one odds. Sometime this week, Dan Campbell spotted at a blackjack table splitting tens. 
I could see that. I think that's probably good money there. Um, <laughs> Spending tens against the days. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, uh, 25 to one following the game. Brock Purdy holds up the Lombardi trophy and screams into the camera. Can you smell what the Brock is cooking? <laughs> that would be interesting. That's all I got. It's all nonsense. I wish there was a way to bet on the CBS when they do the thing like Brock Purdy's journey for Mr. Relevant. And they spend three days making that cartoon package where he's like wearing a cowboy hat and riding a horse and he's oh, riding yeah, yeah. next to Trey Lance's horse. <laughs> and then Trey Lance's horse falls off a cliff. And, Interesting. Know, they spent like $50,000 on the stupid cartoon. On the graphic. Nance has to narrate it. And it's then Brock someone... Purdy. <laughs> Look at him ride in there, Tony. He's riding that Jim. It's riding and the then, horse. <laughs> and then someone at the end, they have the graphic is buried in a Vegas uh, desert uh, <laughs> by Tommy DeVito's agent. I don't know. All right. Before we do Gary Russell, here's my favorite same game parlay. Go ahead. Right now it is over 13 to one odds. Kansas City to win first half game. Mm-hmm. Mahomes under 262.5. We discussed Noah Gray over one and a half receptions. Mm-hmm. And, and Pacheco, not Pacheco. Right. Pacheco. <laughs> 70 plus yards rushing. And that is 13 plus 13, 16. On is it that high? Yeah. I didn't hear anything I didn't like. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'll do that again. KC to win first half game. Mahomes under 262.5. Noah Gray, two catches. Pacheco, 70 plus rushing yards. All right. I don't have one. That sounds good because I. Well, I you have the Gary play. Russell, which is way I feel more like important. I have to pick so, it up. Yes. Backstory. It's yeah. Super Bowl, Steelers, yeah. whatever. Steelers and uh, Cardinals. Great Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and you did a prop. We had the podcast at that point and you did a prop. And it was Gary Russell. What was it? For, for three yards, four yards? No, to not score a touchdown. For oh, to some not reason. score a touchdown. That's what it was. So this is their backup running back, right? It was uh, <laughs> right. Fa- Fast Willie Parker was their starter, right? Yeah. I think that year. Yeah. So. Minus 150 uh, to not score a touchdown, the backup. And uh, this is, I think, the first year I picked an obscure player to not do something. Minus 150. Not only did he score the first touchdown, he had two carries inside the three-yard line uh, yeah. in that first drive or the first drive that they scored. It was like they listened to the pod and they just wanted to mess right. with you. And then... um then someone wrote in and said that uh, months later that they were laughing when Gary Russell scored. And across the room, this guy heard a, a, a woman laugh and they got together. They had never met each other and they discussed it. And they're like, oh, do you listen to the Guest Alliance pod? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two ended up getting married based on the Gary Russell prop bet. And Amazing. we've never we've never heard if they've st- I think the, the woman is now dating. Um, uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who be. She's with Kanye. Is that who she's with? I'll have to look that up. Someone let us know. But anyway, every year I try to pick an obscure name and top the Gary Russell moment. So I was, I was, as you were talking there at the end, I was looking up Gary Russell to see what happened to him. And there's a, apparently a boxer named Gary Russell. I know. I know. I got, I got in that rabbit hole too. Of a featherweight, uh, who held the title for like seven years. I don't watch the featherweights. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that may, we probably should have put some Gary Russell's bet. All right, here we go. It's you time. ready? SB58, right. the Gary Russell prop. Here we go. Okay. I really thought about this because I think last year and maybe even two of the last three years, the name has been so obscure 
they haven't even made the roster. Like they, they were inactive by Sunday and that sucked. And then everyone got mad at me and whatever. But this guy's making the roster. He's playing. He's actually a name that's less obscure than those that I've gone with. Right. I went with who's your tight end? Uh, the Patriots. He's like a, um, from Samoa. I think I went with that. Right. I, I went through a, a bunch of them. Um, I really try to go obscure. Not this year. Richie James returns a punt or a kick for a touchdown. 30 to one odds. Kansas City Chiefs. 2018, he had a kick return for a touchdown as a member of the 49ers. So we'll hear all about that. Uh, I just see it. Second quarter, Simmons, following a Jake Moody field goal that grazes the crossbar and goes in, much like you described. San Francisco feeling good about themselves. Richie James, former mid-Tennessee State Blue Raider, takes a kickoff 92 yards to pay dirt. And that dirt is going to pay well. 30 to 1, buddy. Let's do this, Gary Russell. So is it Richie James? It has to be a special teams TD. That's right. Punt or kick return. Do I got to say, I, I bet on what your Gary Russell pick was going to be, and I lost. You did? What'd you like? What'd you have? I thought it was going to be Blake Blake Bell, the third string KC tight end. Oh, he, fit, he fit your profile. Yeah. I like that. I I've just, been screwed with the tight ends, though. The third string tight ends usually get cut before uh, game time. But yeah. Richie James, he's doing it. Richie James. <laughs> I like it. So you researched all his, all his returns in the I special did. teams over he's the years? He's come close. Yeah, he's done it. And I just think it's going to be like a weird punting a kickoff situation, moody, whatever. 30 to 1 is a good number. God bless you, Richie James. Where does this line end? Where do we, where does, where are we at on a week from now? I think two. I think two. I don't know why. I think sharp money will come in on two. I mean, they are giving it to us with the teaser, aren't they? Like, we're going to get eight, eight and a half at this point. And you just, I think it goes to one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. yeah. So your big bet is going to be Casey and the over on a teaser. No, my big bet's going to probably be Casey and the under. Really? Because the under goes all the way up to 53 and a half. And if the working theory is that the Chiefs are either going to win or hang around, it'll be a slow-paced game. And Mm -hmm. 53 and a half's a lot, man. 27-24 is a lot of scoring for these teams that take forever to get down. 54 is like 30 to 24 or, you know, 30-27. Somebody's getting to 30 at 54. Yeah. So, like twenty eight, twenty seven beats it, mm-hmm. but it would it would basically have to be thirty. All right, we uh, we're all done. Are you, are you sad that we're done with Super Bowl props? We have I'm more sad. coming. The good news is Fanduel's going to just give us. It's like at when at Christmas when you're done eating, and then somebody's like, "How about some pigs in the blanket?" They don't more stop. Props. They don't stop. There's more gifts for us. More, more coming. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I love it all. I'm going to be with the uh, Ringer Wise guys. In Vegas this week, we'll be on Radio Row on the FanDuel stage. We're doing Ringer Wise Guys from there, doing uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend from there, interviewing a bunch of ex-athletes and current athletes. And I'm sharing a room at the Luxor with Harry. I've really made it in this Oh, my God. Yes. uh, A 320-pound man snoring a mere feet away from me at the Media Hotel. So I would hesitate at sharing an Uber with Harry. (laughs) But just a hotel room and a bathroom. It's at the Luxor, though. Come on. We're good. 
That's tough. I had some media friends ask me about the Luxor and it's like, didn't you used to make fun of the Luxor because the they had cigarette burns on the blackjack tables? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually true. It's a dark yeah. place with burns on the table. Maybe they fix some of it. The cigarettes have cigarette burns. That's how bad it is there. The ones that <laughs> they give out. Good Lord. All right. No, we, uh, that's it for our Super Bowl props though, but we're going to take a break and do uh, a few more things here. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions. But right now, I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is... The one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. All right, we can do a little NBA, then some parent corner. Um, we affected the Thibodeau line last week. We It was like 95 to one. <laughs> now it's 26 to one and, and dropping. Although they did lose to the Lakers on Saturday. Night. I actually went mm -hmm. to the game. They didn't have Ananobi. They didn't have uh, a lot of Quinn Grimes. Yep. Um, Randall's out for a couple of weeks, but the trade deadline's coming. They have Fournier's contract to trade. Like they're, I, I personally think they're going to get Malcolm Brogdon, and they'll mm. trade like one of their picks they have, and they'll bring him. They need one more scoring guard. The Lakers just like basically double team Brunson in the fourth quarter and and stole the game from him. But I still like Thibodeau even at twenty six to one. I still like it. Yeah, I mean, what? So, where do you think the? So, the question's always, where does this team have to end up, right? What seed? I think they get a two seed because now we have Embiid, who doesn't look wow. like he's going to come back this season. Mm -hmm. um, Milwaukee, you know, they they can't decide who they are week to week. Um, Miami can't get their sh their shit together, mm -hmm. so it just feels like they could sneak out a two seed. If they get the two seed, watch out, man! I'm afraid of the Knicks. Um, the other thing that really changed since we did this last week, and I'm not allowed to vote, but I love talking about it, is now that Embiid is no chance, Jokic right. suddenly is minus 150. And that, so how fast did that go? What did he go? Where did he start and where did it jump up to? Just from the, before the Embiid news? Yeah. He was, uh, 390 or four, four to one. Yeah. Yeah. Right in there. And now he's favored. Your SGA, not your pick, but the fact that he, you gave it out at 10 to 1, and he's plus 230, is right behind him. 
Yeah, because we always love talking about the value. The only one that I was kind of staring at a little bit, just from a value standpoint, is just the plus 650 on Giannis. Because Giannis is like, he's just putting crazy games. And he's like a man possessed. And Mm -hmm. now that they fixed their coach, um, could he just go on this super duper run? And then Jokic, you know, cools off or maybe they don't care. The only thing with Denver is they... All these teams are bunched together for the one, two, three, four. And I actually think they're going to have to care as the season goes along. So that helps the Jokic case. Why would you like uh, Thibodeau, but not Brunson, who I pointed out to you yesterday was tied with Tatum odds wise. And now is ahead. He's 55 to one. Tatum 75 to one. Just as a value, if you think they can get the two seed, what's the difference in terms of how a voter would look at that? Because he's, he's just not the best guard in the league. I love the Brunson thing. Like you could feel it. Like he is insanely popular. Jacoby was saying it was a little like um, that Isaiah Thomas Celtics year when Isaiah Thomas was just awesome. And he was just, the team was on his back and it didn't matter how you defended him. He was still getting points at the end of games. But I think that ceiling's like top four, top five. Like right. him, him being a top five MVP, that would be amazing. If he finished fifth or fourth. But if he got I, votes, I just, yeah. Yeah, I just don't see how if it's him versus SGA, how does Brunson beat SGA? SGA is like thirty plus a game. They have the best record in the league or second best record in well, the, the league. Yeah, the team would have to go on a nosedive a little bit, but we don't, you don't see right. that. Yeah, no, I think with OKC that that the Shea adds a plus two thirty with the trade mm-hmm. deadline coming up. That's a team that could have Clint Capella in like five days. Mm-hmm. You know, they could or whoever they could add a guy. I was so mad at your team the other night. So mad. I don't know if you, because we we texted about it and I had three soccer games in and I just needed Celtics money line over the Lakers before they announced that Davis and LeBron were out. I was like, ah, oh, I'm sitting pretty. How does that happen? How can people avoid that trap? Because we both knew like, oh, this game's over. The Celtics, if they lose by fewer than 10, uh, it'll be a miracle. I texted you guys, the wild, our wise guys text. The Lakers were up to plus 15. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is, there's, I know what's going to happen in this game. The Celtics, they shot five free throws the whole game, Ugh. jacked up threes, complete mail in, coaches benching guys. And then the other piece of it, which, you know, it's not nothing, is that those guys played really hard because LeBron wasn't playing. Like there mm-hmm. was definitely some, some stuff there. And I could feel it last night in that Knicks game. He doesn't seem happy. And we've seen we've seen him in this spot, you know, maybe eight of the last ten years, where we get to January, February, and he's just not happy with his right. team. But can you imagine being on his team, where, like, imagine like with uh, like our wise guy show, and I was just like, no man, we got to get this wise guy show going. <laughs> God, right. if this show doesn't get better, hourglass emoji, like, yeah. like, could we? Can you imagine the text threads? Like you'd be like, "What the fuck's wrong with him? Why did he? Yeah. Why? Why isn't he just saying like, hey, great job, guys, good show?'" Right. Yeah. I don't get. It's just such. Is a that weird what you really think? Lead. Is that what you honestly really think? Is this? A, what I, it, I feel like it's telling <laughs> that I'm worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Hourglass. It's just though. a weird way to lead and manage. Like you're the best guy in the team. Nobody's gonna yeah. say shit back to him. Mm-hmm. You know. And he's just everybody's always available. It's never his fault. Everyone's available for trade. I don't know, man. Reeves has been playing pretty well. Russell's been playing pretty well lately. I don't know what kind of team he expects to have. I think LeBron, his uh, plan has changed considerably from the, the from a year ago, from six months ago, from three months ago. Honestly, like 
that whole I'm playing with Bronny. I saw Bronny play. I went to USC Oregon this week. Yeah, I'm no expert uh, evaluator, but he, I, I, I don't. It'd be a stretch, I think, at this point. I know he's, he's young. He's not in the mock drafts anymore. He fell no. out of both rounds. No, so that yeah. plan. Okay, playing with the son. That's gonna playing with the Lakers. Playing with your son is another pipe dream at this point. So. I don't know. I, I really think for the first time in a while, LeBron himself doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and I don't know what the trade is either because, you know, I don't know who wants Russell for $18 million, right? What are you getting back? If you're the Lakers, do you want to trade your last remaining first-round pick to not even know if you're a top-four team in the West? Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know what the move is. Right now, they're over-under is minus 140 at 43 and a half wins. Favored to make the playoffs. Favored to make it at minus 144. There's a trade I really love and it won't happen. But if they, Mm -hmm. the most fun trade for basketball is if he gets traded to the Warriors and it's Kaminga and Clay and maybe some pick swap down the road. And it's just, we'll take LeBron for three months and then he can declare for free agency. Clay gets to go back to Lakers. His dad played there and the Lakers get Kaminga out of it. And then they put together the old guy super team in Gold State. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, holy shit. <laughs> it's LeBron and Chris Paul and and uh, and Curry. And, and it, I don't know. It'd be LeBron fun. could see Bronny play in an hour. He could fly down, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Still, still, still be able to do it. But yeah. I mean, the college seasons, there's like four weeks left or five right. weeks left. Yeah, that's true. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. I just, I don't know what the trade is for them. And I, I don't. I don't know, man. When you're when you're paying a hundred million dollars for two players in the NBA these days, it's tough to put a good team around it. It's not a great but winning formula. Yeah. The hourglass emoji—it's just such a weird way to behave as the best guy. And then they do the press <laughs> conferences. Like, imagine if Austin Reeves was was like, "Yeah, man, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with that guy. We're out here <laughs> like trying hard every night. Like, would he be wrong to say that?" Like yeah. I'm working my ass off. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm Austin Reeves. I'm 23. Like I, I'm doing my best. I would love to know the biggest shit talker text chain in sports. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just love it? But Michael Irvin. Oh, came yeah, on if there's like a non-LeBron Lakers text thread, and they're just like, I, I just want to know all of them. I want somebody to like. They talk about our fantasy league as the most popular, yeah. one of the more popular. I want to know which sports text chain is the best. Like Michael Irvin told me, he's on a text chain with all the other 88s. Drew Pearson. Des Bryant, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, that is so fucking cool. It's like, yeah, it's just very positive and inspirational. We all tell C.D. like, go be the best 88 ever. Like, wow, what, what I, I want, I want other, I want alternatives to see what it. So the text thread is just called 88? Just 88, the 88 chain, he calls it. That's pretty good. Aggressive. I don't know what the move is for LeBron because the Lakers, there's no trade that's going to, propel them. The league is too good. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's a team for him to go to. Like, I don't, Miami's playing like crap. I don't, that's not going to fix them. Cleveland's doing great with that. They've won 13 less 14. Yeah. Philly, you would have said maybe, but now in beats hurt. So they're out. So I, I just, that's probably why he's frustrated. Cause it's basically like he's been checkmated for the season. I don't blame him for being frustrated, but I, I think it's a weird way to lead a team. Is there an emoji um, that communicates, hey, all I ever wanted to do is win the in-season tournament, screw the rest of you people? <laughs> is that similar to an hourglass? I don't know. I still think like the team they have now, like they can play defense. Davis has played really well this year. He's been healthy. Right. Yeah. Um, Russell's been a pretty good like trick-or-treat 
um, offensive guy and Rhea. I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think that team's as as bad as maybe he's making it seem. But what do I know? Um, conference and division right now. The my soft ass Celtics are plus one twenty five. The Cavs are still thirteen to one, even though they've been playing great, and and who knows what they'll do at the trade deadline. And Miami yeah. is still at sixteen to one too. But I, to me, the East is wide open. I don't feel good about the Celtics at all. I, I certainly, there. I think heading into tonight, they were eleven and six in their last seventeen. Then they killed Memphis tonight. I went with my daughter. Uh, yeah. Memphis had dudes. Memphis brought in two guys that I'd never heard of before. Really? Like I was like, I literally don't know who this is, and. Wow. They had Scotty Pippa Jr. was out there and um, Gigi Jackson. It was actually, it was weird. But um, uh, that, you mentioned the Cavs real quick. You, I think you moved that line too. It, was it on this podcast? You said to win a division. I think it was like plus 290 or something. Oh, it's what is it now? One, plus 180 now uh, in that, for that The Cavs division. are good. Like they've stumbled yeah. into this Mitchell and defense formula. And they have shooting and they're playing well. I don't know what happens when they bring Garland back. Um, yeah, the one of the bets that would be fun is the one seed bet, but I haven't seen that in a while. Like, cause trying to bet on who's going to get the one seed in oh, the right. uh, Western Conference would be good. They have one about LeBron scoring his forty thousandth regular season point. You see that one? They've had that for a yeah. What do yeah, you want? yeah. Hmm. So it looks like they're thinking it's like uh, maybe March second range at Denver. Mm-hmm. Plus three twenty. He probably want to do it on a national TV game, right? I'm guessing. Our yeah, it's just emoji. tough because if he has twelve points to go, he's not gonna. And the next game is on the road. Uh, he's not gonna skip that, right? Well, maybe he would. Who the hell knows? I like the, uh, I like the method of basket, uh, but uh, even though this is highly contested by a lot of the gamblers out there, but dunk plus six fifty. Make a statement, LeBron. To break the record, so, to break 40, dunk 000. plus 650, others plus 300, three point plus 270, layup plus 175, free throws plus 420. So, other is like a turnaround jumper, jump shot, yeah, yeah. or like a hook it, shot, right? Yeah, well, I guess any jump shot that's not a three, right? Yeah, three point field goal plus 270 is pretty good. I like them all. Let's just bet them all. <laughs> um, let's do parent corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Every day as a parent is filled with lots of decisions to make for your kids and they aren't always easy. Another big decision, buying a car. You got to think about what make a model you want if you need four-wheel drive, the gas mileage, and so much more. Well, luckily CarMax is here to help simplify things. You can shop their nationwide inventory and easily find a car that'll work for you. And more importantly, you can take a full month up to 1,500 miles to love your car or return it guaranteed. That's the 30-day money-back guarantee. Learn more and find a car you'll love today at CarMax.com. What do you got? All right. Uh, I got a couple. Neither of these are great, but, um, well, speaking of uh, three-pointers, my 10-year-old had a basketball game, and I I, I, I try to tell him, like, you know, he's great at rebounding the ball. He's great at steals. I'm like, go down low. Chase every free throw. Chase every shot, every missed shot. There's a million missed shots on your team. Just chase them. Yeah, okay, okay. He gets there. I don't know what's going on. I think because Harry was in town this weekend, he's showing off. He took 11 threes and made two of them. And he was just driving me nuts. And the two that he made, 
It didn't matter if he missed the five before and they were terrible shots. He's holding up the three and the circle and everything. And I'm like, I'm putting my head in my hands. I'm like, oh, and uh, they end up losing the game and we're walking to the car and I'm just about to have the conversation with him. Like, listen, I don't want to watch you miss threes all game. I really, we're we're waking up at stupid hours and driving you long distances. I don't want to watch. This is what I tell Jason Tatum. (laughs) <laughs> is the same thing. <laughs> Just go to the basket, Jason. You're yeah. like, go to the basket, Harrison. Right. The same thing. It's like, you understand you getting a rebound, shooting from close range. You're going to end up with more points than if you go two for 11. I'm trying to do the math for him and everything. Before we get to the car, the opposing coach is there and he says, man, you are, you're a great three-point shooter. Keep it up. Keep it up, man. I, you're one of the few players in the league that I get nervous when he's shooting a three. I said, are you in my head? Like, because... If when I'm gonna open this car, we're gonna get in. I'm gonna yell at this kid for shooting threes. Like, why are you telling him he should shoot more threes unless it's because you want to win? Like, he's like, no, man, this kid. Like, I actually said it to the guy. He's like, no, he should keep shooting the threes. He's trying to Jedi mind trick him. Like, what the hell? And then I'm like, I guess it doesn't matter. It's a Steph Curry universe now, right? So they're gonna do whatever, whatever they want. So you think he'll uh, have like a step back three in like two years? I don't like know a, what it. I I just don't like watching it. Right? Like, wouldn't you rather him be if, if he's a presence inside? Wouldn't you rather watch your kid like bang and and get like twelve points that way and put it yeah, launch those, these stupid? That's shots? a tough age for basketball. That's when they're yeah. all just jacking up. Yeah. The other one, uh, we had my son's uh, birthday party. Why we're doing we're doing this a little late? Um, and went to like seven thirty, and my oldest says, uh. Hey, um, you got to get me into the gym. I have a past. He doesn't. He's like, I was like, what are you talking about? I have to go do a podcast and everything. He's like, yeah, but I can't get in the gym unless you, you show up. So you could just run your thing. I was like, can't, first of all, then we find out the gym's not even open. He's like, all right, I'll go to a 24 hour gym. I'm like what? It's now eight o'clock on Sunday night. He's going back to college tomorrow morning. I said, what are you doing? He's like, I got to keep this streak up. I can't, I have a streak of going to the gym. I can't. Much like our friend Rick Rosny, who ended up being a, a total uh, mental case. But I was like, right. what? whose son? Are, you're no son of mine, to, to quote a <laughs> Phil Collins line, <laughs> going to the gym, keeping up a streak. So I don't know. I got sons shooting threes and going to the gym. I want to see. Uh, I need to take a paternity test, I think. <laughs> um, I was on the road all last week because we were doing the rewatchables tour. Yeah. And I can't describe how little time my son had for me for FaceTimes, texting, <laughs> calls, just, right. just, it, it, I might as well have just like gone to Mars right. and just, that's it. I'm texting him like, Hey, how was lacrosse today? Hey, how, what's going on in school? Yo, talk later. Just like nothing. FaceTiming him. Hey, um, it just, it, it was brutal. And I was just thinking like, is this what the rest of my relationship with my son's going to be? He's going to go to college. I'm just, just like two word texts, <laughs> brief FaceTimes, him just sending me right to voicemail. It's just, just the rest of my life. Is this what it's going to look like? I don't remember. I, I'm with you. And the, the hours and hours of text be, between your text and the response is really like disappointing. Like, I don't even remember like, like dating or not that we had text with dating, but like, yeah. there's no feeling like it. it's like, Oh man, really? You just, that was funny. I had to think about that. And I, the, and I think it was interesting. Really? You don't care to not <laughs> text me back. It just sucks. 
<laughs> um, we're not cool, that, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Like I came to Boston to see my daughter and, and we went to the Celtic game. She was so excited to see me. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's just, girls are just nicer than guys. It's just the reality. Yeah. Then I was thinking how I was on the road for a week and I didn't check in with my mom once. And then I checked in with her on Friday because mm. I was walking at, walking to uh, our venue. Or I checked in on Saturday. I was walking to the Knicks game. Yeah. And, you know, the Italian thing where the... Why have been called? No, it, it was never said. Uh, I think she was happy to hear me, but it's it's just the undercurrent of, well, it was it was good to hear from you. It's like just that <laughs> it's just you can't get through the call without like the uh, the dig. Yeah. Um, I have a self corner. I have a Simmons corner. Let's you know, hear. we were out on the road all week and um, and I was really disciplined. Mm. So I really wanted to have energy for the shows. I wanted to peak. I was eating dinner at like four o'clock so I wouldn't like be sleepy when we're doing the things. I wasn't like going out after and just trying not to eat candy at night, anything so I could skip my good six, seven hours in. I'm like, I just got to get to Friday night. We're doing the Friday night show and then I'm going to actually go out. And we ended up, we were at the, the Bowery Hotel and there was a bunch of us, including Dave Jacoby, who, as you know, is one oh, of my, my kryptonites. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a long night and it ended with a few of us at Prince Street Pizza oh. getting two big boxes of pizza and then bringing it back to the hotel. And I had two pieces of pepperoni that like square Sky awesome high pizza. high pepperoni, like three inches, at right? Yeah. 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, just pepperonis are falling off. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just could not have felt worse the next day. This was like this was like a typical <laughs> Friday twenty years ago. That the yeah. next day I was like, you would have thought like I got dropped out from the sixth floor just <laughs> onto the street. It's like, oh my I had five drinks and two pieces of pizza, and I feel like I need my liver taken out. <laughs> anyway, the, we're just old. We're old the, is my point. The regurgitatables uh, tonight at eight PM. <laughs> Like, really? I can't have five tequila and sodas and two pieces of pizza and, <laughs> and my whole next day is ruined. I still don't feel good. No. Well, text Ben know. and California. see what he takes. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. I'll text him. I'll let you know when you're here. All right. That's it for Parent Corner. <laughs> Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Parenting is always going to be a little tricky and filled with split second decisions, but buying a car doesn't always have to be. With CarMax, shop their nationwide inventory to find a car that fits what you're looking for. Buy with confidence because you can take a full month to 1,500 miles to make sure you really love your car or return it. That's the 30-day money-back guarantee. Learn more. Find a car you'll love today at CarMax.com. All right, so when are you going to Vegas? That's it. We'll be there uh, on Radio Row Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We'll be at the FanDuel party Friday night. Uh, again, with the, with the, the Ringer Wise guys and uh, Harry will be there. By the way, real quick, Harry, this should be part of my parent corner. Another thing. I um I bought this like contrapment that you know I I have my, I hate when people don't have their phone in their car they just leave it like they don't have a holder do you have a holder for your phone in the car no you don't no. why no you just like lay I just it down put it there? in the middle between the seats and then you pick it up and look at it in, in a light yeah like, uh, I have to have I have mine set and it's too low for me so I bought this contraption I got uh it's somehow on some algorithm bought this contraption where you could hang it. From your rear view mirror. Now, some people will say this is dangerous. I say no. I say looking down at ways is dangerous and then looking up. 
I want to keep it up there by this right. rear so view mirror. It's almost like a quarterback. You want your eye contact right there. to be over yes, the line. Yes, I want it in yeah. front of you. I want that. And if, if so happens, I'm streaming, needing the Celtics to close out a parlay and they can't beat the Lakers, I'll be able to watch that too right there. So I'm very excited about this thing. I set it up uh, and I'm like, oh crap, I need another piece to uh, to get this going. I know just what I need. It's in my house. So I put it on the um, on the passenger seat. And then I forget about it and until the next morning. And the next morning, we're driving to Harrison's basketball game. And Harry gets in the passenger seat and sits on this thing and breaks it in three pieces. <laughs> and I was so damn excited. I was like, you know what? I just can't have nice things. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, look at this. Oh, well. Uh, he like drops it, drops it into the side container. Oh, my God. That's my roommate. Now, you get, now you get to share a bathroom at the Luxor <laughs> with him. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> Can we just live stream that on FanDuel TV just from midnight to six? Yeah. Yeah. If they're okay with a murder. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> Is it, so it's just you guys in two beds next to each other with the TV in the middle and the one bathroom? I don't know. I haven't seen the room yet, but I think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Does Harry snore? What's the snoring situation? Yeah. He's a bad snorer too. I got to figure it out. I don't think rooms are that much now, actually, this week. I saw something. I might get the hell out of there. We'll see. Well, isn't it that because both teams have been in the Super Bowl and especially the Chiefs like that, this used to happen with the Pats. There'd be less Pats fans every year because everybody had made the pilgrimage. Yeah, I think then, so. Yeah. But San Francisco, I would assume, would have a bunch of fans there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I wonder if, but is it, I just feel like there's more media now there than ever, right? So yeah. That, that's where the rooms get gobbled Well, up. people have to break down the big game. Yeah, it's a big Nobody's one. doing that anymore. Um, all right, Cuss, as always, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cochrane and Steve Cerruti, as always. I am not positive of the schedule this week, but I do know this. Russell and I are doing a big trade deadline extravaganza on Thursday. I might have a podcast on Tuesday, but if not, I will see you on Thursday. Don't forget youtube.com slash Bill Simmons for clips from this podcast as well as dumb little walk and talk shorts that I love doing as I walk around uh, and just think of weird things to put up there. So uh, that's it. I will see you later in the week. Must be 21 plus and president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 188 188- 789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or 
Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 